Let the vocals out, now you witnessing the survivor speak. I done messed around and went viral right from my driver's seat. Just like what the industry was containing. I'd rather make a difference instead of hating, complaining. So let me park the whip, it don't matter, rapper or model chick. Seeker or comedian, perfect, let's park in politics. Hey, let's park in politics. Welcome to the pullover, let's park in politics. This the pullover, let's park in politics. I say this the pullover, let's park in politics. Parking and politicking tonight on a Wednesday. It just feels that this week is going so slow. So damn slow. Hey, uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. See, I got it right. Nope. 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 Hold on. Hold on. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Tamara. There you go. There you go. Don't, there don't, you, go. you say don't call you Tam. Don't call you. You want me to hit all syllables of your name. You 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 really uh, need to. Because to, I don't like the Tamara, the Tamara, the Tamira. I don't even know how you get Tamira out of that. That is Tamara. T-A-M-A-R-A. Tamara. Tamara. Right, Tamara. That's and I'm not Tamara. <laughs> you know, like I, I, like I said before, man. I, like I said before, I, I, I beat, I beat your name up. <laughs> you and other, you and others. So I, I beat, it up, I, I beat it up like a Muhammad, uh, a Muhammad Ali fight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when I hear that bell right there, Tamara, boom, boom, to what, boom. Yeah, so you're uh we we I, I haven't uh I'm not finished with my intro, but I'm gonna have to play this because you're from Georgia. Georgia, 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 Georgia. Now you know, being that you're the OG from Georgia. Mm-hmm. Brother man got to watch who he comes across down in Georgia, though. <laughs> okay, why is that? I don't know, man. I don't know. You know, walk up to a female and, hey, how you doing? How you doing? Ooh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Georgia, Georgia is definitely a mixed bag of people, so... Yeah, you do have to watch a whole lot of stuff. So, you know. No, but there's beware. Some, but there's some beautiful females down in Georgia too. I gotta give it I, I gotta give it to y'all. Y'all 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 got some you got some uh you got some beautiful females down there too. I'm just saying. It's some I, nice I watch, looking sisters here, I will say that. I, I watch I watch T I videos, you know what I'm saying? I, I watch <laughs> oh, okay. Them. I I watch them. I I've been down to Magic City. I, I know what's up. <laughs> I know what's up. I know what's up. You've been the magic. Yeah. Right across. Ain't it, ain't it across the street from the Greyhound, right? Absolutely. And on the side of the Greyhound is Fulton County Jail. Yep. There you go. Oh, I wasn't looking for the jail. <laughs> I was not looking for the jail, mama. Uh-uh, and, then, and then Garnet train station. So, I mean, you got it all right there. I was not looking for the jail, mama. Uh-uh. No. But yeah, I'll step over. I'll step over at Magic City. My man say, hold on, what my man Jeezy say, uh, 
He say he look at he say he look it all up in magic and then burn it all at magic. <laughs> I'm not all looking right, for man. what's going on, everybody. Welcome to the Lockout Man Podcast Show. We're reparking politics with all our guests tonight. I'm your host, Lockout Man, and in today's guest, it is Tamara Spivey. <laughs> You see, I had to. You see, I had to turn that around and say, "Tamara, Tamara," and of course, uh, you're of course you're from Georgia. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you are a lady truck driver. You've been in the game. You know what? Check this out. Check this out, mm-hmm. Tamara. Check this mm-hmm. out. Okay. Uh, since I since I started this uh, podcast, uh, mm-hmm. this 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 style of 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 my YouTube channel, you know, mm-hmm. before, before I used to do the vlogging, you know, I, mm-hmm. I vlog a lot. I did, you know, wake up in the morning, vlog, go to sleep, vlog, you know, in, in the beginning of my uh, career as a truck driver, I was saying to myself that I want to chronicle everything that I was doing. Mm-hmm. So me being, me being a, uh, me being the truck driver and a gambler, mm-hmm. I said that I wanted to go to all of the casinos that I hid in different cities, right? Okay. Well, I chronicled in my in, in the first part of my YouTube, I kind of chronicled all of that. You know, I did um I did uh I was down in Louisiana. I had the pleasure of playing at uh uh Cachada, um Hollywood. I had the pleasure of playing when I was in California. I had the pleasure of playing at the bike. I had the pleasure of playing at a hustler casino. What about you? When you when you got into when you when you got into trucking back in the day, what was it that you wanted? Was other than trucking, what else you wanted to do? What what was some of the stuff you wanted to visit that trucking helped you out with? I'm being very honest with you right now. Uh, I am a person that that just kind of sort of came from hanging around here in Georgia and and in the city limits of Atlanta. And that was kind of sort of it. So but the one thing that I wasn't a um, that I, I I had not been a part of was a part of that world of hustling. And the only thing that was on my mind was getting to the money. That was it. Um, Running up and down the road and just getting the money, stopping and doing what I had to do. I stopped. I did a few things. I might have walked around a mall or something. But at the end of the day, um, back then, those things weren't really important to me. But now I would have loved to have seen the Grand Canyon. I've definitely... I've been to Vegas several times, actually taking off time there and stuff like that. But I would like to I would like to visit a lot of the national parks. I would like to do a lot of the more of the nature type of stuff outside. That's what I would like to do. Things that are peaceful. I don't you know, whether we were in COVID or not, I'm the casinos and things like that. They don't turn me on. And 
shopping now. I'm a female. I'm a female's female. So let me get to the shoes. I need to. I need to. I need to find the shoes. And right, and I'm a sneakerhead. So uh, let me get some Air Max 90s that have never been over here on this side of the country. You know, that's kind of sort of my thing. But outside of that, um, to be honest with you, I'm kind of sort of boring. Mm, okay. Well, see, you know, it did, you know, like, you know, like I said, casinos didn't have to be, you know, your thing. It, it was really, it was pretty much my thing. And I never, ever had the pleasure of being in Vegas, even though mm. I'm trying, I am trying, Lord knows I am trying. Really? Yeah. Vegas, you know, I, <laughs> Vegas I, is an interesting place. I know. From what I understand, you walk up and down the street, you get hit with that. You 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 get hit with that chronic smoking. You be uh, like, ooh, it, yeah, right there at Caesar's Palace. <laughs> you exactly. can be you can be in the lobby and it will hit you dead in the face. Wow. So I, yep. I guess I guess I guess medicinal. What is it? What we call it medicinal marijuana yes. is go down there. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, so we got so Las Vegas mm-hmm. legalized drugs, legalized prostitution, mm-hmm. legalized gambling. Mm-hmm. What 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 else Las Vegas what Las Vegas attracts, man? I don't know. Other than just you know, every everybody you want to go and have a good time. That's why that's always the weekend destination for a lot of people. Wow. Because I mean, you can go up there and and you know, as they say, you can turn up. So, you know, wow. and I mean, I, I was, um, I'm, I'm again, I'm, it's nothing that I've never seen. Like there's nothing I've never seen, but the one thing that was so crazy to me, we were standing up on the platform, getting ready to get on the Google train and okay. yeah, they have a little Google train and these girls, they were standing up on the platform and they were just smoking. And I was like, what? It's like that. <laughs> I was like, "What?" <laughs> but you know what, wow. my man. You know what, my my G Highway Kurt. What's going on, my G? Uh, two one sits in the house. You know, Cleveland native. He migrated down to down to Vegas, okay. and it was like one. It it was like you know, me and him was um, we we was Facebook friends, but then we. You know, we became uh, we became Instagram Instagram friends and all like that. And all of a sudden, I noticed the next picture I seen, he's at the Cheesecake Factory in Las Vegas, and I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, you you in Las Vegas? It was like, yeah, I moved down to Las Vegas. I was like, mm-hmm. what? My my thing is this with Las Vegas. What what? Other careers other than gambling is in Las Vegas, though. Well, I mean, <clears throat> it, it's they seem to have a up and down real estate uh, market out there. That, but the last time, and I haven't been to Vegas in a while now. But the last time I was out there, I mean, I I'll go back to my Swift days. How the very first time I ever went out there, well, that's not the very first time, but as a solo driver going out there compared to what it looked like three years ago, Vegas has grown. That desert has expanded so much. 
So mm. there is something else outside of gambling. I want to say there has to be something that, that has to do with construction, uh, mm. building. There's definitely a lot of a lot of um, a lot of us out there. There's a lot of trucking out there. But it's not the producer of anything. They don't really produce anything. So you're bringing in more and then you're migrating down to California to to get from that side of the country to go back east. So I I don't know. Um, I remember the Lyft driver was telling me, uh, I think he said he came out from uh, New York, but Mm -hmm. he was he was in. I think he was in uh, the finance into finances or something like that. And whatever it was that he was doing it, the that went kind of south. So then he said to supplement his income, he went into driving a lift. But evidently the lift was doing pretty good because of where he said he started out in a very small home. It eventually grew into a bigger home and he just did that just on the side. So I don't like, know exactly what they produce out there. Um, but it's booming out there. You know, Lyft, you know, mm-hmm. Lyft, Lyft and, and Uber, you know, mm-hmm. especially up in the, up, up in the Northeast, especially in the New York area where, mm-hmm. where the taxi cabs had a stronghold on, um, on public transportation up there. Right. Uh, I, I can remember my, uh, my estranged wife going to New York and, and the taxi cab took her down to, I think she was in Manhattan, but they they went down to uh, Coney Island, I think. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the cabs didn't want to take her back. Like, no, we're not going to Manhattan. Wait a minute, you brought me down here though. I'm not going to Manhattan. And it been such a stronghold that when Uber and Lyft came into play, is mm-hmm. it it just, it just tore a whole new asshole in, in right thing. Right, so, right. So it's uh, so it's it, it's like it's migrating uh, out there in uh, Las Vegas as well. Uber, oh, it's strong Vegas. out there. Yeah, it should be because of all mm-hmm. of the, you know, all of the uh, tourists and everything. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. So your so your Lyft driver, what what was it? Female, male? Uh, it was foreign? a male. He was a male. Uh, and guy? he was foreign. I. I I really don't remember what the nationality was, but he was definitely foreign. <laughs> that's what's up. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. Welcome, everybody, to the Lockout Man podcast show. I appreciate you guys being here. Make sure y'all hit that like button. You know what I'm saying? Highway Kurt is in the building. Teddy the Trucker, Shape World. Uh, Highway Kurt says 2.6 million people live here now. Wow. A lot of that's a lot of people, bro. That's a lot of people, man. So, uh, Tamara, nope. <laughs> Tamara. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, before trucking, man, what 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 would you doing before trucking? Before trucking, I worked with uh, people with disabilities. Um, I was what you called a group home manager here in Georgia, so. I supervised um, three group homes with about mm, maybe 10, 20, 30, maybe about 30, 30 people that worked up under me. So okay. Okay. that is what okay. I did. Okay. Was that, was that your only career or was. 
Well, that that was that had grew from me being what most of us have been. That grew from me being a nurse's aide. I started out as a nurse's aide. And um, from a nurse's aide, I just I went from there. Nurse's aide. I went into um, I went into hospice care from hospice care. I went into working with a site, uh, excuse me, uh, a psychologist who did the electrical shock treatment, some people. And then from there, I went over to working with people with uh, with disabilities. Electrical shock. Is that a thing? It's actually a thing. I it's mean, called, I, you can Google it. It's called an ECT treatment. Okay, so mm-hmm. why would a person need electrical shock therapy? There are some people that have had some traumas that sometimes psychosis can't even bring them out of it. And I've seen people where I want to say that things might have been so bad. And once they had that ECT, it was as if they were a totally different person. I used to see this one lady who used to come in like she was just in shock all of the time. But once she had the ECT treatment, she'd come out, she'd get herself together, and it was like nothing had ever happened to her. So how <laughs> wow. So walk walk me through it. Like mm-hmm. it's it's going to it y'all 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 put some stickers on the forehead or right yeah it's it's on the yep all that it's on the temples it's on the top of the head it's um it's on the chest and everything because they're reading all your heart functions your your brain functions all that type of stuff and it's is i don't know what that what that current is that they're um they're administering you but it's not enough to kill you or anything like that but from whatever it is they would explain that it just helps to balance the mind out again. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's wow. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I heard of that, but I, yeah. I, I didn't think it was a thing. Like, Oh, it's a thing. Like, <laughs> so, you, <laughs> so you, uh, so you rocked out in hospice care, uh, uh, for people that don't know what hospice is, that's like, the last leg of a person's journey type deal. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, yep. to get, you know, com- uh, to comfort them for yep. what's them. Yep. Just uh, is, it's like you just said, it's, it's the last leg. I mean, it's, it's a stage in life to, um, to make a person comfortable. Um, it's, I mean, we're, it's, it's hard to explain sometimes, but it's not. When a person finds out that they're, say, like a, a stage three cancer going into a stage four and there's no coming back from it and it's progressive, it's getting worse. And, you know, at that point, you, you begin to make decisions with your life, you know, whether or not you're going to continue on with chemo or you're just going to, you know, live life until it's over. So it was all about making people comfortable and still having that quality of life. I didn't work for a huge hospice center here. I worked for a very small uh, hospice center that was, um, that gave you a home setting that made everybody comfortable once they came in. It wasn't this dark, gloomy place, no. 
you know, because again, you know, if, if you were told today that you only had a month or two to live, I mean, there are some people who will just go and sit in a room and don't want to be bothered. There are people who still want to be able to have some type of quality of life. And so that's what we were uh, giving them. We were giving them a quality of life. So there were people that could still get up and, and walk and do things and, um, and want to have conversations. I, I was just telling a girlfriend of mine not too long ago about this guy that was there and he, um, he was diagnosed with uh, HIV and I'm the type of person, if you talk to me, I talk to you. But in that setting, you know, I'm going to talk to you. I talk to people. So I was in, in his room helping him out with a couple of things. And we was just talking. And he looked at me and he said, um, I didn't think you would talk to me. And I said, why is that? He said he kind of put his head down. He said, because I have HIV, I'm dying. And I said, what does that got to do with anything? I said, you're a human. I'm a human. We can talk. And from that point on, we just always talked. And so I guess we kind of sort of became buddies. So he said to me, he said, I want you to do me a favor. And I said, what's that? He said, if I could just smoke one last time. So, you know, I mean, he's human. I was human. And and, and I granted that wish. Because why not? Why not? Now, now you know, <clears throat> I, I understand now, you know, they, you know, we, we got commercials with mm-hmm. people surviving HIV. I mean, his, sure. Now, his, yes. His, his was at a stage that it wasn't curable. Well, back then, that was, shoot, that was 90. Wow. I want to say that was probably about 95. Wow. So. That was yeah, a that yeah, was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. So. They, didn't, they didn't have the the, the medicine or the, the treatment that they got now. Actually, people actually people is actually living living life. Look at motherfucking Magic Johnson. Absolutely. Some people, some people still don't believe that motherfucker got a uh, got HIV. Well, the thing about Magic though that a lot of people don't have is that Magic got money. So whatever that was available back then, mm. that's now probably available now, he was probably already getting. I mean, I'm just speculating because I don't know anything about his life, but I'm just saying. There you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right. So well, hospice, being a nurse in the but you you was a nurse, right? Like a nurse's aid. Nurse's aid. Nurse's aid. Mm-hmm. Um being in that being in that type of environment, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, and you made you know you made friends. How do you don't don't you feel some kind of way after you make after you just made a you know made a friend, and then you know you come back the next day he's gone. How, how did that? It it was it was that? it was hard, but I'm a, I'm gonna just kind of clue you in on something. I lost my mother when I was really young. Um, I want to say I was. I was four going on five. My sister had not yet reached her first birthday. That's how young I was. So um, even at my age now, I'm 46 and I never forget. And I was very, very young, but I'll never forget how my and my mother died of uh, breast cancer. I'll never forget how her health declined and it declined rapidly. Um, from what I understand, she was told that she had cancer when she found out she was pregnant with my sister. And it was just like that. 
she had she went through the chemotherapy and all that stuff still again still pregnant with my sister um and it's like after she had my sister is like just her health just declined so I remember that I remember every I remember all that stuff uh all the way I remember all the way up to the last time she spoke to me so I I understood it from a very young age so when I decided to start doing it um for a living I'm I'm a person that I made peace and I'm at peace now um it was it was easy for me and that's the thing you got to be at peace with a lot of things in life because at some point, at some time, at some hour, and some minute in a day, we are not going to be here anymore. So that's that's where I stand on that. So it wasn't hard to go in and work with strangers. But again, I understood, too, that people also needed to be respected and they needed to be treated with dignity. All right. All right. So being a nurse's aide and working around people and all like that, mm -hmm. why did you seek a career as a truck driver? Like what, what, <laughs> what brought you into that field? I don't know. I, I'm one again, I can go from I can go from high to low sometimes. Uh just I uh I'm not gonna say I'm a thrill seeker because like I said earlier, I can be a little boring, but you know, it's it's almost like, mm, OK, it's time to do something else. What what else do I want to do? And at that at that time, I knew how expensive it was to really go back to school and seek an RN because I had been on my own since I had been 17 years old. And I have I've done very well for myself. I've I've done very well. Uh, never been homeless a day in my life. But I know that trying to go back to school and, and, and the age thing at that time didn't have anything to do with it. It was just definitely going to put a strain on my finances with trying to go back to school and, and afford it and try to go to work and do all that at one time. So I just, I don't know, one day I was on 285, as a matter of fact, coming back around by the uh, petrol on my way to work. I happened to look up in the truck and there was a lady sitting in a U.S. Express truck. And I said, yep. And there you have it. I'm about to go for it. And that's exactly what I did. You say you saw you said you saw a lady in a U.S. Express truck. And then 20 years later, you still out here doing the damn thing. Absolutely. Yep. A G in the game. 20 years in the game. Tamara. 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 No, Tamara. Tamara. Uh, there you go. <laughs> That's Myra. You know, 20 years of the game you started back in the day. Throughout mm -hmm. throughout the 20 years, what are some of the good and some of the bad that you've seen in this industry? Mm. Well, the good is, is that I've seen I'm I've seen and I'm seeing a lot of women out here now. Yes. Back then, it, it was it was a needle in in the haystack. I'm gonna say for black women, you wouldn't see that many black women out here then. You would see you would see you would see white women. That you know it was what it was with that. But with us, there weren't a whole lot of us. So that's the good in it. Um, I'm happy to see the sisters out here 
you know, doing the doggone thing. Um, the bad is for me now, it's traffic. I hate traffic, <laughs> even though this is what I do for a living. Um, that's that's really the bad for me, but um, you said the good, the bad, and the ugly. The oh. ugly is 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 that <laughs> the ugly is 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 that what I don't like, and and you know this is me. What I don't like is that how a lot of people refuse to go through the process. And for those who have spoke to me, that's a big thing for me. Not wanting to go through the process and and wanna and wanna get it and do it just because you saw somebody else getting it and doing it and they really doing the damn thing. And a lot of people don't want to go through the process with learning it, but you just gotta get it because it's available to you. And and I really, I really hate that because everybody is not meant to be a chief. We also got to have Indians too. Mm. So, I mean, that's that's me. Um, I I'll even kind of go back and talk about a young lady you had on recently. I didn't catch her name, but it's something that she said that kind of resonated with me. And and I understood where she was coming from. She said that she didn't think that people and please correct me if I'm wrong. She said that she didn't think that people should be truck drivers if if they're just driving the automatic truck. Hold on, hold on. I got got that for you. Hold on. Okay. Okay. That's that's uh that's my that's that that's that's my girl. That's that that is about the best. Mm -hmm. Uh, that is about the the the. Hold on, right quick. Let me give me a second to bring it up for you. Here we go. Let me just stop what you said. I think driving automatic allow people who shouldn't be truckers to be truckers. That's what I believe. That's what I truly believe. A lot of people, I, I feel like this. If you can drive an automatic, you should be required to know how to drive a manual. Because these people get in automatics and they don't know what the fuck they're doing. They don't. They're trying to drive it like a car and you cannot do that. So with all of that being said, I think that automatics allow people, automatics allow anybody to be trucked. Thoughts on that? I appreciate her energy. I appreciate everything that she said because I appreciate the same. I I look at it the same way. Again, when I was in school and I went to a school called Georgia Driving Academy, it's it's still um, in existence. It's in Conyers, Georgia. And I'll never forget when they were coming in. We used to have recruiters come into the school. So now I don't know what they do now, but we used to have recruiters coming to the school. So uh, U.S. Express was one of the first people that came in there. And it was interesting how they got all of us women. They gathered all of us up and took us into this room. So I'm like, OK, what's going on with this? So this lady from U.S. Express, she walking around, she putting pamphlets down in front of us, blah, 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 blah. So she's going, I just think that U.S. Express is 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 a great opportunity for women is easier blah 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 so i was like why is it easier 
she said, she said, well, you don't have to worry about shifting gears. I said, well, hold up. Because again, I'm paying for this out of my pocket. I didn't exactly. get a grant or anything. I said, I came to drive. And so all the other women turned around and looked at me like, uh, but it's automatic. Yeah, I said, no, I don't want to drive an automatic. That's not what I want to do. I don't, I don't even want to know about an automatic. I said, I came to shift gears. I said, because that's, that's trucking to me. That's what I want to do. So I, I respect everything she said, you know, and I think another thing is too, I think it's a missed opportunity for people when you decide that, for instance, because I see a lot of people, they go wanting to work for an owner operator. They want a 1099. I don't, I don't want to do this. I want to make more money. But what if all that owner operator has in their fleet is manuals? What are you going to do then? Now you want to hurry up and try to learn how to drive a manual. I think, again, people sell themselves short when they pick places that only have manuals and then you you got that limited endorsement on your license so when say for instance you get the money you have the money you want to go get your own truck and you only just want to get that automatic it's it's financially (laughs) that is not the way to go because it's so much if that if that transmission goes down with you you know that's that's a pain in the ass Mm -hmm. I, I think uh, here's my thought on it. My mm-hmm. my thought is, automatics is easy. I'm I'm an automatic driver myself. I uh, okay. I, I I prefer automatic. You know, mm-hmm. you know, I drive both of them. Mm-hmm. But I'm like this: if you're paying money out mm-hmm. of your pocket, mm-hmm. go for the whole shebang. Don't sell yourself short. Absolutely. Absolutely. Don't ever do that. You paying for that. So Mm -hmm. don't don't pay three thousand, four thousand, five thousand dollars for for school only just to get your license uh uh what what do you call it? Uh, uh, restricted. Restricted. Yeah. I I think you need when you go to school, you need to learn, learn everything there is to learn and 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 really want to really, really want to learn it. That's another thing, too, that I see with a lot of people. I see a lot of complaining. Oh, you know, Okay, so why did you even choose this? This this thing is it's not going to change for you. It's for you to get into it and evolve into into this thing. And like I said, if you're going to if you're going to spend that kind of money, you you mm-hmm. might as well go for the whole shebang. If you yeah. don't, then just go to a company, go go to a company school, go to Prime, go to uh, right. Swift, go to, right. go to CRST, go to uh, mm-hmm. uh, CR England, because they're going to train you in automatics. Period. Right. Because right. That's all they, they fleet. But again, if you're an owner operator like my man Yachty right here, he says he owns three automatics and two manuals. All my drivers mm-hmm. is making top money. So okay. if you're gonna spend if you're gonna spend your money, your hard-earned, saved up, out on the street hustling money, then don't sell yourself short when you go to school. That's exactly what U.S. Express did to us when they came in there. Oh, yeah, U.S. Express is the best thing since sliced bread and 
Mm-hmm. I went to the truck stops and I did the I did a survey on drivers and they say that US Express was this and that and the third and I drunk the Kool-Aid. <laughs> That's why I make these calls for you guys cuz I mm-hmm. drunk the Kool-Aid. Nobody nobody I if I would have known what I know now, US Express would not have been the first motherfucking company I went with. I'm I just saying. I'm mm-hmm. just saying. I got a I got another clip. I got another clip for you. Um uh Tamara. Tamira. Hold on. <laughs> okay, that's what you said about that other girl that claimed she worked at the prison. Come to find she a stripper. <laughs> man, you you know you got no filter, man. All right, listen, let's listen, listen to this right quick. Let me see if it he's about to be. He's about to give his uh, his point on that too. A lot of people who shouldn't be truckers be truckers. That's what I believe. That's what I truly believe. A lot of people. I, I feel like this. He gave his opinion. If you can drive automatic, well. you should be required to know how to drive a manual. Because these people get in automatic, and they don't know what the fuck they're doing. They don't. They're trying to drive it like a car, and you cannot do that. So, with all of that being said, I think that automatics allow people, it, it, automatics allow anybody to be trucked. What, what do you got to say about that comment, bro? I agree 100%. If you drive, you know what? I heard that bit. And I, I was intending to comment on that bit. I did bypass, you know, sometimes I scroll through your stuff that I haven't heard and I mm-hmm. catch the punchlines like that. I was intending to get at you because you're an automatic driver. And I'm like, <laughs> what hole clamp to the chair? Like, who's she talking to? <laughs> she got at me, bro. She got at hey, me. Hey, listen, and tell her from me, I I applaud her. Cause that's the truth. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not with these automatic dudes, man. Especially a grown ass man. You a grown ass man. You bragging about an automatic? Get your ass out. There. Matter of fact, get out the driver's lounge. Go see your truck. What do you got to say about his comment? I, I, he is hilarious, but I mean, again, I, I think why come in and sell yourself short? Get it all, and if you end up going somewhere a little bit later on or you get a little older i mean i don't know or something happens and you just want to get in the automatic do that but you never know where you're going to end up at and again like i said i mean the 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 on um, the uh the owner yadi said that he had a couple of automatics and, and a couple of manuals also that's great but think about some of the owners who have multiple trucks and they're all manuals you know, and then they qualify to drive to to drive like deliver the freight, but they're not qualified to drive the truck. And see, that's where the problem is going to come in at. So, again, not to put anybody down, not to say that I'm I'm better. It's a choice. And I think by you making a choice, you're not limiting yourself in in that situation, you know, because your dream job might be a manual if 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 it's a such thing as a dream job i don't know so what was the what you know you 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 got in the truck in 20 years ago you were og in the game mm-hmm. uh, what was the what was the what was the first company you you started with and what was your experience with it 
Stevens Transport. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, I picked Stevens Transport because again, there were several um people that came in there recruiting and stuff, and um, that was Snyder. Uh, U.S. Express, like I mentioned, that was Stevens Transport, that was U.S. Express, I mean, excuse me, not U.S. Express, but uh, USA, and MS Carriers came in. Um, Snyder I went to, but we all know why most of us can't go to Snyder. It doesn't have anything <laughs> about you being a smoker, but you can be around smokers. So right. when they take that, that hair follicle, so I was, I already knew about that. No one had to tell me. So I knew that was a no, no, but Stevens transport, the thing that appealed to me about Stevens transport. Hmm. Okay. Well, it's not in Georgia. Let's, you know, we, we want to be a trucker. So let's go be a, a trucker. And, um, I don't know what Stevens transport is now, but back then what I love was the structure. A lot of people are not good with structure, but I love the structure. I, I loved how when when we got out there on the um, out there on the obstacle courses and stuff like that, how they had everything set up like they had us on schedule. And I love that because the one thing I don't like is when I get involved with something and there's not a there's not a schedule, there's not structure and we all over the place. And that was the one thing that I, I liked about them, like everything that that they had us doing um was at a certain time and stuff. So okay. I, I like that. All right. So Stevens transport was, uh, Stevens transport was your, was, was your first go around. Mm -hmm. uh, with, with that, with that said, um, mm -hmm. how long do you, you know, throughout the 20 years of your, you know, of your illustrious career, how long, how, how, you know, not now, but back then, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. how long, have you, how, how long do you spend, you know, how, how long do you spend on the road at a time? Again, I, I love what I do and I still love what I do. So back then, though, I used to stay out because I'm nobody's mother. I'm just an auntie. So there's <laughs> nobody at the house waiting on me. So no, kids? no, mm -mm, I don't have any kids. Not at all. Wait, wait you, you don't have your kids is grown or you don't have any none. Zero. Oh. Zilch. None. Oh. Hey, we're gonna have to we're gonna touch on that for a second. Uh, uh well okay, we can do what you want to do, but yeah, no kids. So I just I stayed out and I I just I worked because again, that's what I like doing. Okay, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. That was up. So no kids, like mm -hmm. by choice or by choice, uh many ways. I mean when you when you when you think about it, um Again, for what I was doing, um, to me and for me, not putting down any of the women. I want you to hear everything that I say, ladies, because I know how some women are. They'll come back and they be ready to bite your head off and, and kick your ass. There you go. Go ahead. You got the flow. Okay. And, you know, they'll be ready to, you know, to to want to talk shit to you. And, but there's no need. But I just feel like for me, being being a trucker was was wouldn't be stable in my life to try to be anybody's mother mm. and to be out here and 
You got a job that's going to send you cross country. Say like back then, we didn't have all the uh, regional and all that type of stuff. When you got in a truck, you got in a truck and you just went. And that's exactly what it was. So I knew for me that that wasn't um, that wasn't I didn't think that that was a good idea. And then another thing is, is that, you know, once we start coming more into the 2000s and things like that, there I don't know, you know, the Internet opened up more and people like to play a little bit more. Not that they didn't play back then, but they wanted to play a little bit more. So there weren't a lot of people saying, "Okay, well, let's let's get married. Let's do this. Let's do that. Because, again, I'm I'm from Atlanta. I'm a native. So I know where this city came from to from where where it was when I was a little girl to now. So, um. Instead of putting myself in situations, I just decided not to put myself in a situation because I didn't think that it would be fair. And plus, I come from I come from a two parent home. So I would definitely want to give that to a child or to children. So it would be unfair to me, although uh, you can't control other people. I just thought for me, it would be unfair to to even do it. So. Is it a regret now? Yeah, it's definitely a regret, but I am happy. Okay, okay, okay. Um, uh, so no, no kids in your life, but are, nope. are you are you married? Are you what, what's your what's your status right now? I'm not married, but mm, there's I'm a truck. There's a truck, boo. All right, there's, <laughs> there's, there's yeah. a truck. There's a yeah. truck. You know, yeah. that's, that's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. Um, let's 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 tip on that for a second. So sure. they say, you know, they say that um, they say that it's it's hard to keep a relationship in trucking. Mm-hmm. Uh, your, your trucker, boo, he's a he's a trucker as well. Yes. How how do you how do you maintain or how do you maintain or manage a trucking uh, a trucking relationship? Well, I'm going to tell you, it was it was hard Two aggressive, ambitious people. It was it was hard. It's like it's like two rams out in the field sometimes. Mm-hmm. And you you have to learn how to balance that. Um, so that you have to learn how to balance that. You, you got to you got to know how to balance the home life, uh, everything that, that goes to the truck. And, and the one thing that that's still a learned thing, you got to turn that trucker off when it's time to come in the house. Um, I remember an ex telling me that a long time ago. He said, I don't want, he said, I don't want, I don't want trucker tea. I want you to, he said, leave trucker tea at the door. That's what he used to always say. Cause he was, he used to say how, how aggressive I was, I was still kind of sort of aggressive. And, and that was one of those things that I really had to work on because I was still, I am and can be very aggressive. So to, to turn that part off and woo saw several times before you come in the house, once you come in the house, then it's all good. So again, it's all about finding that, finding that balance and definitely being on the same level you know, mentally, mentally more than anything being on the same level, because um, 
you'll find yourself in in some petty situations because I've definitely dealt with that. You said you said woosa when you had to do that, huh? Woosa. That's why in every car that I have, I got to have a sunroof. So if it's at nighttime and I just park that truck, I got to open up that sunroof. I don't care if it's 30, 34 degrees outside. I got to open up that sunroof. I got to turn the music on. I got there's some something that I have to do that I de-stress. You know, when I'm when I'm getting when I'm getting out that truck, there's got to be something that you have to uh, you have to be able to do. And, and that's something for people at home need to understand, too. If you got a trucker, whether it's a, a male or a female, sometimes that person has to come off the hive being in that truck because you don't know how those weeks or that week has been. Just a couple of days can take certain some people over the top. Right. So. When when people have to find that place where they kind of have to come down and, and degress, if you would, it's just like when people are coming back out of the battlefield. That's why they what go to Walter Reed and places like that. And they have to they have to depress and do certain things, you know, so they know that they're they're ready to go home because, you know, again, that PSP, what is it? PTSD, that's prevalent. PTSD. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so Tamara, 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 <laughs> you gonna keep on? Tamara. Why you keep putting a putting a Y in there, Tamara? Mm. It's Tamara. <laughs> knock out, knock out, Tama, Tam, Tamara, Tamara, Tamara. You no, you told me it wasn't Tamara. It is Tamara. Why do, it is T A M A R A? Why we? Mm-mm. Tamira would be what T M Y R A or something like that. So stop it. Okay. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Make sure you guys hit that like button. If y'all have any questions, go ahead and leave it in the uh, comments below. Uh, Tamara, are Sir? you uh, are you uh, are are you company lease or owner op? What what are you right I'm now? I'm owner. I'm owner op leased on. All right, so can you do me a favor and uh, tell us a little bit about uh, uh, being an owner-op and what made you decide to get into that side of trucking? Well, <clears throat> for me, at first, it was uh, it was an uphill battle, and that battle started with me within. Um, a, a lot of people, including myself, we start out with this with this hard-ass head, thinking that we know it all. And that has hurt me tremendously. I'm using a Donald Trump word, mm. uh, but that has hurt me tremendously in the past. And I've I've done a lot of growing um, and I just found my place. My place for me was being leased on. Um, I don't I don't want to I don't want my own authority. I'm not interested in my own authority for those who got it. Do your thing. That's what's up. God bless. Um, I don't want the headache of a, of a lot of things that go go on with that. I just found it um, just easier to to be leased on. And 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 for me, it was taking time. See, again, I understand coming out. You think you're a little confident, but get get your two years in and then come back and check yourself on that confidence. Because as an owner operator, you're going to go in some places that your ass is never seen as a company driver at all, period. 
and it's going to hurt your feelings because you've been doing so well everywhere else. You know, and I, I just heard on a podcast not too long ago about how this this guy was explaining about how most drivers only only know 10 percent of, of it. And and he was saying that 10 percent was just being able to get down the road and and uh, and read directions on how to do do their job. But but the other but the other percentage of it all, a lot of us don't have. So my thing is always just just learn, you know, and don't be so quick to get in it because once you are a owner op, a owner, whatever you want to call it, not a lease, because there's a difference. Don't get mad. But the truth, the truth is what it is. When when you are leasing, you still got somebody you can fall back on and say, hey, look, I got this problem and they'll pick it up for you. Okay. And but when let them know you, the difference. Let them, yeah. let them know the difference because a lot of people that gets into a lot of people that gets into leasing, like leasing, like mm-hmm. like quote unquote prime drivers that be mm-hmm. like, you know, we're on I'm an owner operator, but you leasing, mm-hmm. let them know the difference between the two. Right. And and I will. And and this is my thing. Prime, since you brought prime up. Okay. Um Prime, no, 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 I'm not going to say anything bad about Prime because I think for me, if you are a hustler, this is the thing. If you are a hustler, Prime is a great place to be. Go and run, pay that damn truck off in that amount of time, and it's yours. Or either, or either, however, they do it with getting that check. But you got to realize. Prime is still going to run that truck. For those of you who don't know, Prime is running that truck. But once it's your truck, you can take it wherever you want to go. But when you're leasing, that's the thing. You have the company behind you. The company, they are are going to be able to help you out and do the things that you need to do. If something breaks that you are unable to afford to pay for, they got your back. You know, that's that's prime. That's KLLM. That's that's swift. And those companies, again, it's nothing wrong with those leases. If you can stay in them, would I have done it? Mm, I think I would have done prime some years ago, but I was too much into it. I had already been driving trucks that have gone over 70 miles an hour. So it was just a little too much for me to be going that slow, but I don't put down the program because I do see that the program has been very profitable for several people. So if you are, if you do have the opportunity to do it, stay in it and and just keep your eye on the prize. But I think again, like for something like prime, I think that's, that's 100% for a hustler, somebody Mm who I'm sorry, go on. I, I, you know what, what I figured for leasing now, you know, now mm-hmm. that I, you know, now that I, you know, know a little bit more about it and everything, mm-hmm. uh, you know, especially with all these blackout companies out here in uh, Illinois and all like that, that's offering 1099 and stuff like that. Sure. I just, figure, I just figure for companies like that and, and leasing in general is just to go in, get your money and go out. I, I don't think leasing and- is- 
and 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 that's what I did this time around. So you are absolutely right. I look at Prime more more or less because they got the freight. A lot of companies are just working off of the load boards and they don't have many customers. But the thing about Prime, they got the customers so they can continue to keep you going. I I mean, I don't know what they do in that office. But I couldn't imagine them having to be on the load board because if they did, they probably wouldn't have as many trucks as they have. I'm sure they do some C.H. Robinson and some of the, the other people. I'm sure they do some of their loads, but I'm sure I'm almost positive just about every customer that Prime has. There's not a third party in it. It's just probably Prime and them. And that's why for them, they're all they're always moving every now and then in certain areas. I've heard a while ago, it's been maybe a couple of years ago where they weren't hiring prime drivers, say like in Florida and places like that. But Florida, for the most part, is even dead for some drive-ins, uh, all depending on who you're with and all that stuff. But but I but I just say like for prime, it's definitely probably going to take you in some areas you don't want to go in. But you're going to be able to pay that truck off quicker than you would probably be able to pay that truck off with, like you were saying, with some of the blackout companies that offer the 1099. And it's just all about getting the money. Now, getting to that, I, as a matter of fact, I worked for a company uh, maybe three and a half years ago that was out of uh, Chicago, Illinois. And that's all I did with that truck. I made the money. I made the money and I put that money up because I, that's I all you what, can do. Mm-hmm, that, that's what mm-hmm. you can do with companies. Mm-hmm. That's, it's not it's it's not the type of company to uh to retire from i mean absolutely not mm-hmm. it's not you're not getting no w2 you're not mm-hmm. you're not getting no uh no 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 uh s ss social security you're not getting nothing oh, heck no. you paying yeah. in all of that so the only thing that you do with 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 leasing in my humble opinion now, especially if you know if it's not with a say like a prime or Snyder or 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 anything like that, get in, get your money, and get and out. Get out, right? D- I agree D- with D- that. D Nitty says companies will do anything to make sure you pay the trucks off so they don't have to. Well, I mean that's that's one thing, but you don't have to pay off anything if you go with what we just said. Again, you know, get yourself a plan, have a game plan. If you're going to lease a truck, have a game plan. If you save uh, Prime K L L M, have a game plan. Run that truck for two years. Stay in it. Run that truck for two years. And the money that you've earned at those at those two years, whatever you're putting back, whatever that goal is going to be. Then come the, the end of that year at the goal time. If you've got the money, give them give them back that damn truck and go and get your own. If that's what you're you're looking to do. Mm. But to to sit there, I remember the games that Swift used to play with people. I came into Swift. Just as MS Carrier and Swift had were finalizing their merger, and I, I have a, a really good friend who um, I want to say he paid off his truck in maybe 2005, and he broke down up in um, Decatur, Alabama. There's a Target distribution center up there. He his turbo went out, I believe, 
and he had just paid the truck Volvo's off. Have a, Volvo's have a have a they're notorious for doing that. Well, actually, this was a Freightliner. This was a oh, Freightliner. This was a this was a Columbia, as a matter of fact. Um, oh, wow. and I'll I'll never forget how they treated him when it came to his money. He had mm. he still had money in the um in his maintenance account. He was one of those job drivers and still to this day, very meticulous about the maintenance on the truck. And he always had money put back. So he was like, oh, OK, so now they want to play this game. So you have companies like Swift. Again, I don't know what Swift do now, but I know what Swift used to do. Swift used to play games with people once they start getting close to paying the trucks off. A lot of games. I remember being up in Memphis where this driver was very close. I think he just owed just a couple of more dollars. They wouldn't even let him out of the gate. They used mm. to play a lot of games. They said, write the check and we'll let you out of the gate. True story. Wow. And they, they would play with people and stuff. So, I mean, if if you, you love the company, you like the company, because some, some people are absolutely in love with the places that they, uh, they're leasing these, these, comp- these trucks with, and that's great. But, you know, okay, stay in it. But always have an exit plan too. Have an exit plan because now, just just like people, these companies will show you they ask quick. They, you know, and a lot of you know that's why that's why I stopped uh, promoting companies where I'm, you know, where I'm at currently. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I put you know I put a past company on the map as far as you know as far as getting them noticed and everything, and I got paid. Got paid mm-hmm. well. But as soon as 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 soon as you do something wrong mm-hmm. or you start complaining, mm-hmm. then that company will show you their two colors. Mm-hmm. You'll be like, you you'll be like, man, I, I I just I did this, I did that, I used I did this, I did that. That that company show you their true colors. That company be like, yo, we don't give a fuck about you. That part, right? We don't give a fuck about you. We right. we appreciate we appreciate what you did at the time, but mm-hmm. oh, man, Tamara Evis, um Evision Clarity got mm-hmm. your name. Tamara. Thank Tamara. you. Bruh, laugh out loud. <laughs> Yo, make sure you guys hit that like button and everything. You know, we we almost uh we almost up out on uh, on our second Denny's date. Um, now you, now again, you are a owner operator, right? Like I you, am. you own, you own the truck outright or are you still, my, my truck will be my truck December the 21st of 2021. Yes. Oh, congratulations. That's yep. what's up. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. So Tamara, mm-hmm. tell me, you know, tell me in the community, um, what do you, you know, when you, when, you know, you, you, you brought your truck, you went in there, you slapped down the money like DMX and you say, yo, I want this truck right here. Tell me after you, after you got your truck and everything, tell me what, what did you look for in a trucking company to lease on to? Well, uh, uh, I already knew what I was going to do, um, ahead of time. Um, again, I like that independence. I don't like anybody standing over me. I cannot stand it. I don't need to be uh, babysitted. 
So I definitely was looking for something that I could be more independent. Um, The whole thing for me, having uh, having a dispatcher, sometimes, I mean, you can you can have a great relationship with dispatcher. You know, at the previous company, I had a great relationship with my dispatcher. And, And when he would call me and he would say, look, he said, Tamara. The only only reason I'm asking you to take this load and I'll never forget this one particular load. He said, he said, I know you don't want to go to to the East Coast. He said, but I'm asking you, he said, because this is the only thing that can get you out of the house right now. Well, I understand back then at that time, even though Georgia, the freight in Georgia is about as bipolar as bipolar can get. I mean, freight can be crazy here sometimes. So sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's not. So, again, this was a smaller company. And he said, OK, this load is going to Buffalo, New York. And and if you don't leave now, if we don't get this load now, you may not be able to get a load until next Monday. It was already a Wednesday. So I said, okay, let's do it. But unless I have somebody that's that's got my that I feel that has my best interest, I for me having a dispatcher is just just not a good thing. So I'll say this too. If you're not good with that low board, if you haven't had the proper training, because a lot of people go to Landstar and then they just start talking crap because they don't know how to work the low board and the low board can be a little tricky. And that's why you start uh, networking. You start meeting people and, and start talking to people and, and people will, it, people will take you along and they will teach you some stuff. And that's the thing that I had to learn. So um, for me, for me, that was, that was the better, that was the better option. I know that uh, if you still want to do the lower board, but still need a little bit of babysitting, Mercer can be something that's for you. You know, that's that's a good that can be a good fit. But again, for me, what with Landstar, I just I like the independence of it all. I just prefer that. So, you know, if I don't say, for instance, I don't want to leave here. Nobody's going to call me and ask me what. Why aren't you working? What's going on with you? Nothing like that. The only thing about them after after a couple of weeks, they'll start saying, uh, we need to come and get that trailer. But mm-hmm. other than that, I I just always liked the just the independent part of it. That was good for me. And I know a lot of people like, oh, don't like Landstar or oh, Mercer's this, Mercer's that. There are a whole lot of these companies out here now, a whole lot of them that let you get on a low board and just do your thing now. Yeah, they give you uh, they give you a lot of choices. Mm-hmm. Tamara, before we mm-hmm. get on up out of here, do you have do you do you have a do you have a YouTube or do you have a, anywhere where you chronicling your your journey or or being that you're being that you're an OG in the game in twenty years, you 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 don't rock with YouTube all like that. LOL. No, I don't do the YouTube. YouTube is extremely commercial and ridiculous to me at the same time. Although YouTube. YouTube have a a lot of people on there that give out a lot of information, but then <laughs> again, I'm I'm not gonna even go into it. YouTube can be a joke sometimes, so it's 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 just funny to me. People 
who haven't really been doing this shit for a long time and got a whole lot to say, but we live in America, so free speech, do your thing. But for me, no, it's just a Facebook page and it's been, and it's sister blogging on wheels, but sister really hasn't been blogging because I've um, been taking care of a whole lot of business over this last year. As a matter of fact, I just posted something not too long ago, but, um, not to bite on my brother here, but I'm going to be doing something a little bit different real soon. And I'll, and I'll let you know what's going to be going on with that. But I'm going to do uh, a different type of podcast. And, and I want to I want to um, I want to get into it. with talking to some of the sisters because the sisters are very interesting to me. And I just want to ask questions. I, I kind of what I like to say, scroll, not stroll, but I scroll Facebook sometimes. And it's some of the shit I see is like, how, when the hell do you all really have this much time to do some of the shit y'all be doing? So I'm really interested. I'm just keeping it real. Cause I'm like, Oh, okay. When you got time to do that, you know, or wow, <laughs> you, you, you really out here doing it like that. Like, damn, um, you, man. You know, I, you know, I, I, you know, I, I, I talk to a lot of, you know, I talk to a lot of unique uh, individuals. I talk to, yeah, you know, a lot of females that's that's mm-hmm. in the game, that's you know, that's doing other things in the game, you mm-hmm. know, like, mm-hmm. so, for sure. But uh, if you definitely uh, need a co-host or you need some, you know, need a hand or anything like that, you could definitely come on, you know, come on over here and hook up with me, and I get you together. My girl Tamara, Smiley. I appreciate it. No doubt, that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. I was um, <laughs> I. <laughs> what? You know, What's so funny? You, you you know you're exactly right about this YouTube. Uh, <laughs> it, this, this YouTube is. Is is very funny on on all levels. Uh, on all it's, levels, it's very funny on all levels. And, I and, and and I don't have a specific anything or anybody, but I'm gonna say this, and I'm not gonna talk about the young lady because again, you know, hey sis, do your thing, like for real. No hate over here, y'all at all. No low self esteem. I'm good. But I was at the Love's Exit 40 off of I-20 a couple of weeks ago. I had to get a um, uh, I had to get a a bearing fixed on my drive shaft. And I'm out there talking to the guys. And yes, we social distance and we had our mask on. But we were out there just holding a conversation and stuff. And dude was saying, he said, you ought to be on YouTube. I said, for what? I said, I said, there's no need for me to be on YouTube. I said, because I'm not about, I said, I'm not about to show ass and titties. I'm good. And he just started laughing. He was like, this one dude, he was like, well, yeah, because they be on there and that's what they be doing and they doing this and then they doing that. I said, but what you learning? Well, I don't need to learn nothing because I'm a mechanic already. I said, exactly. I said, so you on now just to see the ass and titties, right? That's what you there for. And again, I'm mad and I'm not mad. Do y'all thing, but come on. We're going to look. We're men. We're I know look. that you're gonna look, and that's cool. Mm. I'm, I'm gonna tell you something real funny, real quick. 
this one right. I had to put my hazmat back on my license. And so I was looking just for different things to kind of be looking in this maybe about five years ago, looking for something different. There's a chick on YouTube, a Korean chick. I want to say she's probably Korean. She walking around with her skinny ass with a, a two piece on walking around the damn pool uh, with hazmat flashcards and shit. And I said, well, look at this bullshit here. So I'm I'm not about that because I, I think like this, I, I think what men is this. You guys are definitely very visual. And you see women. Sometimes when the women don't even see you, you see us. So mm. I don't feel like that's what I need to do to get you to look at me. And it's it's a lot of people out here and it's all about attention. Like for real, but I'm curious about it. Like, I'm, it, it's 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 very curious to me. Cause again, no low self esteem. I'm good. You know, it's always somebody out here for somebody. Somebody gonna want to fuck around with you. You know, so it, it doesn't take much to get that. So it's not about that. But just some of, some of the women they have me very curious about a lot of the things that they do. I, I saw a post this morning where somebody's a lady somebody said something to a lady about something she had on in the bathroom at a truck stop or something and and the lady she took a picture of what she had on to get confirmation from other females or whatnot but at the end of the day like if you even needed that confirmation maybe you needed to kind of sort of check yourself first maybe what you had on was what you didn't need to have on i'm all about being comfortable but again you know this is a job then it's a professional job at that. And again, the men see us. They see us even if they don't say nothing to us. They see us. And 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 hey, the women see you too. So I don't know for whatever reason some of us do the things that we do other than just to do it. And I'm not putting you down. But I mean, you, you know, say what you want to say. That's fine. But it's just some of those, some, those are some of the things that just have me very curious about people. So when you're doing your YouTube and you're trying to talk to people about stuff, like, I don't know, for me, <laughs> I, I prefer people to take me as seriously as they possibly can, you know, but, you know, clothes on, clothes on, clothes off, take me seriously. So that's, that's what's up, Tamara. Thank you very much for coming on to the show tonight. I really do appreciate it. Uh, as always, if you uh, ever want to come back on, you, you know what to do. You can knock on the door, and I'm right here. And if you want me, to, and if you want me to come on your show whenever you you decide to get it up and running, uh, let me know, and I will be right there at the front door. We will, but I'm gonna say this: in order to do that now, but I'm not gonna say you got to be at home, but. This is going to be a very comfortable, it's going to be a very comfortable environment. And, and I just, I just want, I want people to open up because some subjects are going to be a little not trucky. Okay. <laughs> I, I definitely, I definitely want to go there because another thing that I noticed that there's, because the change in the industry, I know a lot of the women from the entertainment industry have crossed over into trucking. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. Uh, my man Teddy the trucker says she's telling the truth. A real person knows. That's mm -hmm. what's up, my brother. That's what's up. All Thank right, you, Teddy. Tomorrow, 
Well, what I'm going to do is go ahead and end the show. Hang All tight, right. for me, hang back for a little bit, and All I'll right. come. Back, I'll come back and holler at you. Hold on. All right. All right, everybody. That's it for today. Uh, of September. God damn it, man. February 10th, and today's Wednesday. We almost done with this week. This week can't come fast enough. I'm just saying. I, I guess I, I guess it can't come fast enough for me because, you know, I got that good paycheck coming. I got two paychecks coming. I got one from the government and one from the company. That is what's up. I appreciate both of them, so I'll be happy when I get that. Um, you, <laughs> you guys take it easy. I really do appreciate you guys showing up. Thank you. If you like content like this and more, don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, share, hit that bell and that all button. You know what I'm saying? You can always catch me on. Um, you can always catch me and my girl Shape World. You know she always comes up with crazy topics at all hours of the night. So definitely go over there and check out the uh, check out the late night show that uh, that I jumped in on her. Uh, Y'all see what the topic is over there. Uh, E-Vision Clarity. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Oh, yeah. For show. For show. Thank you. Come on over here and, and subscribe to YouTube. That's what's up. I'll give you a hand clap for that. Thank you very much, E-Vision. And if you want to come on the show, if you want to come on the show, definitely uh, definitely hop in the Gmail. That's Lockout Man Podcast. Uh Lockout Man Podcast guest G U E S T at gmail.com. And for everybody else that showed up, don't forget to hit that like button. And again, I will come back at you guys with another one tomorrow. Stay tuned. I appreciate you. One love. Peace, everybody. Cause baby, once I'm gone, I ain't coming back. You gon' have to settle with another man. But when you realize, don't be running back. Ain't no sunshine when I'm gone. Uh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, wait. What do you mean you have already? You have already? Oh, man, you, you, you gotta let me know. You, you gotta hit me up. Hit me up. Let, let me know. All right, now I'm gone. Later. Cause baby, once I'm gone, I ain't coming back. You gon' have to settle with another man. But when you realize, don't be running back. Ain't no sunshine when I'm gone.